Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Monday. It is Monday, March the 6th, 2023. Of course, it is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci over there, it is. and we are coming to you live from Chop Studios right here in Matawan, New Jersey. And we hope everybody's doing well out there. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It's a new week. Let's get things started, right? And we had ourselves uh, a fantastic weekend of sports. Um, look, all around. I mean, obviously, this isn't the show or platform to talk UFC, but John Jones is back. <laughs> we kind of saw that coming. Um, so John Whoa. Jones, he does a wonderful thing over on Saturday night. So I stayed With up for ease, that. Relative ease. The too. one thing I just really wish they would do is just—I I understand this West Coast, but just start the pay per view at nine, you know, and, and end it so that the, they're not walking out at twelve forty. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I am dropping. I am like injecting myself with caffeine at the end of the night, just trying and trying. And even my stream went out for a second. <laughs> I started to panic. Right? I, I, know, I, got you. The, I got the panic text at like <laughs> 1230. And, but dude, and, look, and usually like, you know how bad I am I mean, I ordered it on ESPN Plus. What you are you even bad, talking you about? You know how bad I am at texting, right? And then I see those and I'm like, all right, I'll get on this one. Yeah, I was I'll, gonna... I'll respond. He's got like four minutes. <laughs> They're a, doing the walkout nice, right now. What a nice guy. So anyway. I even threw you three streams. You did, you did. What he means is he threw us... He threw me three ESPN Plus links yeah, to I click have, on, I all have different several ones. logins. Yes, uh, yes. I bought the pay per view four times for all my friends. Yes, basically. exactly. What a good guy. See, business is good over here. It's booming, as some Antonio Brown would say. Oh, did you see Antonio Brown's catch, bro? Wait, what? No, I'm not even kidding. Wait, what catch? What are you talking? Antonio about? Brown was at Rolling Loud. <laughs> Rolling Loud. Okay, our, our friend James Rue was over at Rolling Loud too. Um, where was threw, that? At um. Uh, where they play music. Um, so, <laughs> look, he was on stage. Asian. They threw Someone threw a football from the crowd, and he's got the mic in his hand. He one-hand snagged it. Oh, of course Spun he it. did. CTE does not affect your Yo, hands, Yo, get back in the game. No, he'll never see the light of day as far as that. But we'll start with the NBA, guys. 26 games over the weekend. And you know who's going to miss the next two? John Morant. Oh, hey. God, what are we doing, bro? Did the Knicks what win last we, night? Oh, don't, we'll get into the Knicks. I'm don't curious. You. I, know, oh, I know yeah, it was mean, overtime. Double overtime. Oh, man, we'll get into it. Um, but anyway, John Morant, that's the story right now because he is one of the faces of the NBA. We talked about it a little bit last week where there's an article coming out where he may have gotten into a little bit of a scuffle with an uh, underage person. Um, but now, dude, my guy... Like yeah, let's 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 what just are you doing, let's put the piece away. We understand it's like legal in states so and all that we, stuff. Can we just go back in time, just a, a short period here? So there's been rumors of things like this happening with John Moran. Like this didn't just come out; like mm. it came out, got buried. But there's now what I'm reading is that this may there may or may not have been two or three more incidents very similar to him beating up the 17. God, where he's just you know on the on the basketball court in the off season and he's acting like he is a kingpin or I don't know what he's trying to do. <laughs> I'm not going to get the, uh, into all that, but when, when Shannon Sharp came out and said, Ja, you're not a thug. Stop acting that way. You grew up rich. I'm not even here to get into all that, <laughs> right? But then the news comes out about John Morant beating up a 17-year-old, and then that at that point in time, his father, who I know is heavily involved in his son's career, his coaching staff, his agent, you name it, his mom, whoever it might be that has a, you know, a voice in John Morant's ear needs to be like, bro, come on. Like, What are we doing here? You got kids looking up to you. You're a star of the league. Going into this season, going into the point where John Moran said, I'm fine in the West, he could do no wrong. 
I feel like John Morant was like everyone was piling on Zion. I became a massive fan of John. Everyone was piling on Zion in terms of like the bust. John Morant was getting all the love from that class. He was and rightfully so, superstar. John Morant is doing bad things for his career. Can all of a sudden can you brand. say from that draft class? <clears throat> can you say the third overall pick is the most um, you know, not successful? Are you trying to say RJ Barrett? I'm trying to I say he's like I'm trying to say he's the one playing the most games, and I'm trying to say he's not getting any trouble. Playing the most games, no. John Moran plays more games. Well, <laughs> you might not play any more or, games or going as, forward. Or as much. I think John Moran missed a couple weeks last year. but All I'm saying I mean, is. No, I think, I think that you could look even further in the draft to find somebody. I think R.J. Barrett is not living up to it. Personally, I think yesterday, I think, but. I think, look, he'll have games. He's not a terrible player, but no. I think that he's killing the Knicks right now. The Knicks could, if they, if R.J. Barrett was what they drafted him to be, the Knicks would be a real contender in the East right now. I think they're a real contender in the East right now. As a matter of fact, uh, over the weekend, right before we get into the Knicks-Celtics from yesterday, the the Nets beat the Celtics on Friday night. That happened over the weekend. Um, Bridges, what? Kill the Knicks in the series. The Bucks. (laughs) No, we'll see about that. Bridges goes for 38. (laughs) He smashes his 20.7 over. Tatum goes for 22 on Friday, and he he fell short. He had a 27.8 over under over on the liquid props over the weekend. 76ers beat the Bucks. 133-130. 133-130. Great game over there. I watched that game actually through and through. Uh, Harden goes for 38. He drains five threes, which actually was smashed his over again. They set that bar at 2.9. So if you if you bet the liquid prop of over on the threes, you hit that one as well. Um, and yesterday, obviously the Suns, KD played Kyrie. It was the Suns and the Mavs. So look, Durant goes for 37. The Suns get the job done. Great last second bucket out of Durant looks like he's having some fun over there. Um, it's just crazy what a new team can do to a guy. You know what I mean? Like, he just feels like I he's mean, in reinvigorated yeah, K- into the game. KD was putting up numbers, but now he's got a real championship aspirations that he gets injected into his season with about a month to go. Yeah. Um, I want to circle back real quick just to kind sure. of throw egg on my own face here. Yes, you will. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so when you're making comments about the Knicks, and ta- I'm talking like they're not real contenders in the East. Okay. Um, if, you, if you just rewound this season, right, and you listen to me talking about the Knicks, I've just given them no credit along the way. I say, oh, they're a tough team. They're, you know, they might be able to make the postseason in the play-in and then get bounced in the first round. And now as we've gotten to this point in the season, I will say, I'm saying the Knicks aren't real contenders because I'm looking at the Bucks and the Sixers. But that's it. Well, that's, you know what I'm that's, saying? So well, that's like, what it is. So maybe what, the, the Cavs, maybe. I think, I think the word contenders the Celtics, is the Celtics, wrong. Yeah. I think the word contenders is wrong. They are a really good team in the East right now. Right now, you have two teams that are on top of the East in the Bucks and the Sixers who are really, really, really good. And the Celtics. Which we, fair. The Knicks have beat them. They haven't lost to the Celtics this fair. year. Um, I don't think the Knicks are going into the playoffs as a favorite, no matter what. It depends. It depends. That, if, if they, they get to the four seed and they have some home games, then if, maybe. If you, you think if the Knicks and the Celtics, I think the Knicks would be underdogs in every game, which is fine. You know, um, yes, they're, they're going to be, they wouldn't be favored against the Celtics. Let's just be honest. When the, the season Celtics started, the when the season started, a man named Emmanuel quickly was like plus 2,000 to win like sixth man of the year. Now, after yesterday's performance, he jumped to plus 135. Wow. Emmanuel quickly. Do you know Sauce got that in at. He got, he put it in two weeks ago, three weeks ago at like, sixth man. Yeah, well, it's and moving. His the odds were almost plus three thousand, maybe even higher when he I pl- told when you. he placed the bet. The next day it was like plus twelve hundred. 
now a week later it's like it's he's the yeah he's, he's right there he's, no he's he should be favored well right now he puts up another he puts a, a unbelievable for, uh, performance as the Knicks beat the 76ers I'm sorry beat the Celtics again um and and this time 131-129, double overtime. Listen, there's a couple possessions that I really wish they had back, and they, I, I don't know what they drew up, but they get to double overtime. Quickly goes for 38. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, 38. But the big thing is the guy played like 54 minutes, man. Like he after this, when the second half started, he didn't go to the bench. So quickly had and look, this was this is a Knicks win with Brunson out with foot so soreness. I, I asked you this as a Knicks fan, and we're talking about how R.J. Barrett may be the third. Barrett the goes best. for 29. Okay, if which Nick would you rather get rid of right now if you had to pick or, or retain? Would you rather keep quickly or would you rather keep Barrett? They play a different position. But if you had to. I mean, Barrett's so. I mean, Barrett's young, but quickly's younger. I'll take quickly for the spark. I mean, defense. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard debate, but I, I'm just happy I th- to have I them think, both. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I think what you make the good point of like, I think Barrett has a higher ceiling. Maybe, maybe. I mean, that's maybe what they, not. You coming out of the draft and like that's like the fall guy. Like, you want like. He was like, the one that kind of fell in our laps. The public and the consensus would assume that it's Barrett. But I don't know that he's a better Listen, player. Quickly, the, the thing he's about quickly a lot is more to the table. The thing about quickly is, and by the way, this is a massive stat. Ready? The guy plays for over fifty minutes. He turned the ball over one time. No, that's what once. I'm saying. He, so that, listen, his plus minus is probably oh, so good. It's it's ridiculous right now. And quickly is playing inspired ball. And remember, this guy comes off the bench when Brunson is in there. So and, it's, it's and, very interesting to see how they and play. Is he like six seven? Who quickly? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that, but quickly, he's a, he's a lanky guy. He's, he's a, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying, but bro. If you're if he's you're, six three, but you're four inches off. But yeah, no, he it feels like he, he he's t- got a wingspan on him because he seems like he <laughs> plays a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um. But in I any mean, event, I'm not, I'm not asking you to search his wingspan. No, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm looking like, right I'm at him. But that's funny. It's the funny part is coming out of college. They said that, that quickly, if he just matured a little bit and played a, a you know two way ball, he'd be a, a superstar, right? And obviously the the, the jury's still not out on the guy, but the Knicks right now have won nine straight games. They're sitting there for, firmly entrenched in the Peak, five seed. Peaking way too early. Early, dude. It I'm is just messing with you, bro. March. Just messing with <laughs> like you, bro. Is, I'm here. I'm here to ruffle perf- feathers, and not for nothing. But this is like the perfect time to really catch a burner because, like, towards the end of the year, you got guys that are resting. You got guys, you know, that are that are just kind of. Yes, well, they're not giving it their Julius all. Julius Randle's day to day. Julius Randle, Friday night, hits a buzzer beater to beat Miami in Miami. So it's like these guys, two straight wins on the road, nine straight overall. The Knicks are playing really, really good basketball right now. And, and again, you can't say enough about the performance of what Brunson has done. So like, what that's another thing. What quickly has done this year is he has learned under a mature Jalen Brunson, well, and that's, you can't say enough about that. When you get. What, what the Brunson thing did was it, it created two roles that the Knicks needed because quickly was being maybe asked to be doing too much or um, you needed more out of him because you weren't getting enough out of your starting point guard. Now right. the Knicks actually, actually have a legitimate point guard. And not only just a legitimate point guard that's playing well, it looks like he's going to play well for quite some time. <laughs> Again, I've been wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong about the Knicks a lot because I don't like them. You know so what it I, is? I just bash them because it's You know fun. what it is? The fans, the Knicks fan base is very... Cowboys like my you nailed it <laughs> it's a very well look the Knicks fan base doesn't go in thinking they're gonna win a championship Here's every year the, but it's like you you want it so bad but it's you won so that long. you win that so first the minute, game the minute you get like even a shred of success you're like this is the one this is the team <laughs> it's like you're you looking out in the playoffs you're looking at uh you know their first win of the season like two years ago and that's when the bing 
bong. Things start. Everybody's going crazy. The Knicks are a fun team to watch. Look, two years they fell flat on their face. You know uh, the, the the lollipop that you found underneath <laughs> the couch, Trey Young. <laughs> like he he went off and, and crushed the Knicks that year. This year, I'm, all roads fa- <laughs> all roads are leading. To the Knicks, if they don't catch the four, or even if they get the four, the four-five matchup can more than likely be the Knicks and the Cavs, and you're going to have to deal with a guy that you missed out on, and and that could be the can the, I say something the Trey Young too? of two years ago. I feel like it could be important for the Knicks to turn that corner. I feel like with if you date back even to a long time ago with Reggie Miller and things like that, like the Knicks have had rivalries where they've just gotten the short end of it constantly. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying the Donovan Mitchell-Cavs thing has created a rivalry, but to me and to these players, it should have. Like, Cavs and the Knicks, there's not much to that historically. But right now, in the current scope of this situation, the players could have had Donovan Mitchell as a teammate. It ended up not working out. But let's beef on the court. Let's settle it on the court. Let's also take into consideration that guys like like Quickly – and R.J. Barrett were on the table for a, a potential trade. So, you know, eh, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. But, again, the Knicks are playing really good basketball right now, and you can't can't deny that at all. So, the NFL Combine comes and goes, right? And there's a lot to be dis- d- discussed about it. A lot of these guys showed out on Saturday, Sunday, Friday, you know, the entire time. Um, I, I Before, I, I wanted to get into some C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, like, quotes and stuff that these guys have been saying, and I will get to that. But you got to start off with Anthony Richardson. The guy all of a sudden, stock all the way up. You know what I mean? I'm not just talking about in the mojo market. I'm talking about in just the draft stock. Like, he, the kid runs like the wind. He can. He has a cannon for an arm. Um, I don't see many flaws in the so game. And, again, you're watching said, these guys throwing he, their he underwear. Set the record, like, he set the record for fastest the, 40 the time broad, for a quarterback. Uh, the fastest 40 time for a quarterback. He set the record for the broad jump the long jump, the high jump, the you name it, athletically, he's breaking records. He's very gifted. And, bro, you ready for this? We're talking about, as it. we get fo- move forward into this, we're talking about Bryce Young's size. There's a lot of undersized quarterbacks that are athletic. He's coming in at 5'10". Not, Bry- not, not Richardson. No, 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 Bryce Young. He's 6'2", 250. <laughs> I mean, he runs like a horse. He, he's looking, you know what he looks like? And, 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 Nick Chubb. Not the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nick Chubb. Not that. I'm saying when, when Dak came out of college, he was a thick boy too. too you know, taller, thicker. Is it could two C's? Still move. A, spell that. What? Thick boy. Two C's at the end. O I. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Thick boy. Thick boy. So, but anyway, Richardson looks like he could potentially move in to the conversation of of one of these quarterbacks that are taken Is it early. I mean, Chonky King. He literally, bro. The kid looked incredible over the weekend, and again. How do you take that? Like, how do you look at, you know, look, the scouts are all over it. The GMs are zeroed in on these guys. But, like, how do you take in consideration there's no pass rush, there's no decision-making to be made. You know what the route you're going to throw. You know you're going to drop it in the bucket. You're going to do all these things during the combine. It's going to look great. But, I mean, it's hard to deny this kid right now. Like, it's hard to deny the uh, fact that he might be NFL-ready. Pour some cold water on him? I don't know. I can. Okay. You want me to? Okay. Sure. Well, if he was so good, why didn't why wasn't his team this year that good? I mean, you— I mean, if he doesn't have the talent around him, I mean, like, it's college football. So what? Right. All right, fair. <laughs> Answered your question. I'll give you that one, right? Um, but you're answering like, what? What can take some of the? If the scouts are looking at it now, well, let's just say they they might be guys gushing over him, and then if I'm in the room and they're like Anthony Richardson, number one overall, I, don't I'm gonna, know about I have that, I have, a, I have a, well, this is what's if 
if you're putting him above Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, I'm not. Stroud, I'm just saying what not, he did but, over the but weekend. If, if what he did over the weekend elevated him to that point, which, if you look at the Vegas odds, it may have. Maybe. Right? Um, then to me, it's like you're you're potentially looking at him as the number one pick. If if he passed those quarterbacks with all the things that he's done this weekend, are you willing to take him at number one overall? Maybe athletically, you're looking at at the very least a Cam Newton, right? At the very least, they're calling him Cam Jackson. At the very, you know, with the, the size and the build of Cam Newton and the speed of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, all of a at sudden. the very least, the Cam Newton slash Lamar. But then you look at some of the other things that he's done this year. The interceptions are high. The decision-making isn't great. It's not, though, a lot of times when you have a, a running quarterback coming out of college, the, the knock on the quarterback is he can't throw. That's not the knock here. He could throw. Can he, can he decipher the defense? Could he break down a blitz? Things like that. We're going to find out at the NFL level because that just everything moves a lot faster. I don't know that he's ready for year one, but they'll probably be able to do at least what they did with Trey Lance and Sam Fran year one. Yeah, and kind of give him the keys the next year, no matter what, barring, you know, catastrophic injury. Um, but. It's going to be interesting. I think his combine performance really shakes up the top ten because I think as of it stood right now, you had maybe Carolina looking as like, okay, we could probably land him in the top ten right there. I don't think that's a realistic uh, possibility anymore. I think he's clearly higher than the ninth. So what this does, to me, what this does is this looks like this puts so much more value in how much of a haul the Bears could potentially get for that number one pick. Because if you're trying to get up, and Anthony Richardson is your guy. Now, look, when 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 Baker Mayfield was taken number one overall, nobody, everybody's like, what? what? You know what I mean? Like, that's the it kind of thing. It late in the process, but there was four quarterbacks that were jockeying for position, much like this year. I, I don't want to jump ahead, but Anthony Richardson's performance, I think, may have knocked Will Levis out of the first round. Levi, Levis looks good. He, Levis, Levis. However, you want. watching the combine. Is that what it said? Levis? Levis, yeah. Levis. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, but anyway, it, it, sponsored by Levi's. Watch the combine, um, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when, when, I look at, when I look at Levis, again, they asked him. It takes him getting used you're getting, to it. You, you, you're, happy, you, you're happy to be at the combine? He's like, yeah, man, I got a cannon for an arm. Watch this. Bro, some of the uh, th- some of the effortless looking throws that this kid threw, and I'm talking about Levis, was incredible. I was like, dude, that ball just that was a pretty ball, and it was unfortunate that his receiver couldn't come down with it. But it, the ball dropped in the bucket. It's called a it's seed called a dime. It's a called just- a Spider Man meme with Zach Wilson. That's the way I look at that. I mean, it could be. I mean, we'll see. Um, for Bryce Young, he did not throw. Um, because that's his decision. He'll be doing it out over at his pro day. Um, CJ Stroud, uh, he went out there and says, for me, if you put me on film, I've seen, I, uh, I think I've seen the best player in college football two years in a row. Um, he thinks he's the best, and that's the mentality you have to have going into the draft. Now, who's going to jump? Who's going to be the, 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 you know, the sacrificial lamb that goes up to the first pick in the draft? Good. <laughs> if I'm watching film on CJ Stroud to notice who's the best player in college football is, I'm be like, Marvin Harrison's really good. <laughs> That's what I'd probably say. Um, Marvin Harrison. So, anyway, combine. You put the, the stock into it. You see what happens. Uh, but, again, it's it's come and gone now. Next stop, NFL draft. Uh, well, obviously, pro days, too, will help a lot of these guys that maybe either didn't run so well. Uh, DJ <laughs> Turner, the second uh, defensive back, he runs the fastest 40 of the weekend, 4.26. My guy was flying. B. John Robinson came in looking like a bowling ball, and he still ran a 4.46. Yeah, I think it quite, uh, puts to bed any questions about his speed. Yeah, there there was a couple people kind of questioning that. Who's I was like, gonna mm. be who's going to be the 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 really good team that adds him? Because he's not going to go too high. 
So it's probably going to be a playoff team that that ends up picking up Bijan. It's going to be the or it's gonna be the, or it's going to be the Eagles or the Eagles take him at ten. Huh. It's going to be the Eagles because the Eagles might part ways with Miles Sanders. Um, maybe they don't have. I don't I think don't the know. Eagles are going to take him. I, we'll see. Hopefully not. Um, there is some big things coming tomorrow. It is franchise tag deadline day. Uh, we've talked at length about Lamar Jackson's um, future. Danny Jones, bro. They they flew to him. They flew to him and his representatives this past weekend. Hey, man, let's get this done. Nothing done. One one more time. So nothing done there. Well, at least they're trying. They're trying, know? but so look. it makes it – it puts to bed the, like, are the Ravens trying to shop Lamar? No. They're flying to try and keep him in town. Daniel Jones getting tagged. That seems to be the per- – that seems to be the thing, which means Saquon is officially <laughs> – can entertain everything. Um that's huge. Saquon, Saquon could be on a new team by Wednesday. Well, free agency starts in a week, but, but yes, but th- when it starts. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you it's, know how that goes. They're like, oh, they agree to a deal, and then they'll announce it a week later. Yeah. Um, and tampering's not real. There's <laughs> a salary cap, so it's okay. Um, but anyway, it, it's it's interesting to see what the Giants do. It looks like Lamar is headed for the franchise tag. Tony Pollard of the Cowboys looking for the franchise tag means Dalton Schultz is out. Um, I think they're they're done entertaining that. They're also very far away from Leighton Vander Esch, Donovan Wilson. A couple of guys of the Cowboys are are headed out the door. So the, those teams, the teams never look the same, and that's what that's the upsetting part about when the team falls short. You think you have all the pieces in place, and you know a couple even of walk when out the, the team door. wins, same deal. It's like yeah, you, you know, I mean to, to stay consistent. It's not that's why be the same group, the dynasty things, uh, they they do exist to an extent. Because look, the Chiefs are always going to be in it as long as Mahomes and Kelsey are doing their thing. It seems like they're always going to be in it. But to win it, win it, I don't I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they've done it twice already. Um, but speaking of Super Bowl champions, uh, the Rams have now also told Allen Robinson he can seek a trade after the rumors that Patrick Ramsey was on the block. So Jaylen. all of a sudden, Jalen, those F, uh, what did I say? Patrick. I say Patrick Ramsey? Is that an actor? Patrick Ramsey. Patrick or Peterson? No, a, Patrick Ramsey is a different athlete. Sure he is. Of course he I is. He's probably his cousin. Jalen Ramsey. On a Monday. <laughs> yeah, right. Jalen Ramsey, uh, potentially on the trade block. So all of a sudden, you're looking at this Rams team, and you know, two years ago they're saying F them draft picks, and now they're like, yo, do you think uh can we get some of them back? We need a little bit of draft I capital. Still, I still Dude, hold. Dude, Sean McVay coming back is such a mistake. I still Go hold to the true. booth, bro. Hey, Sean McVay is probably gonna get paid a ton of money. I'm sure he is, but it's like look at the situation. Like they sold their souls. To, to get a Super Bowl, which is great, you know, but now it's like, hey, by the way, you got to eat crow for like the next yeah, however. Look, if I'm a head coach and you're getting paid a lot of money, if he likes coaching football, I understand maybe, but I, I think it, it would have been received bad publicly. I don't know that I would have liked that move. I would have understood it financially, but look, you want to ring. But if they weren't on the same page when things went down, you know, when all these, these things... When it all went down, it was there on the same page. It was just like, yes, I want it yeah, now. They, you know, Sean McVay... Look how much of it. But they could have. They could have li- not not lied per se. That's not the right word. They could have misled McVay and said like, even though we're trading this away, we'll definitely have room to keep these guys well, around. Well, if McVay was told that and he believed them, then he doesn't know what he's talking about. And <laughs> right. it seems like he's a smarter guy than that. He understood what it was. But look, don't you think there's a, a shred of something to do with? Obviously, ownership um, and the GM they're willing to go all in. They proved that. So if I'm McVay and I'm looking around, I'm like, all right, I live in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a nice little mansion. I got a beautiful wife. I'm ready to enjoy the next 15 years of my life. I might as well stick around. And if he could rebuild the Rams, right? Because now he's got to through leave. what? 
What do you mean? There's no picks. They're trying to get picks by shopping these guys. Well, if they shop them and they get them, they may not get them. Some well, of these guys well, are well, well, this used is the points. Point, bro. You my, want Allen Robinson? I'll, let me explain what I'm getting at in a nutshell. I used to play Madden and never play the game. Oh, yeah, franchise. I would just do the offseason. So, oh, yeah. Sean McVay, have at it, bro. Right? <laughs> right. Simulate the, the season because you're going to go 3 and 13, or you just out of nowhere shock somebody. And you could really create this like lore around your coaching ability. He already kind of has it with the amount of disciples that he's got around the league. Truth. Um, Sean McVay has a chance to etch himself into greatness. If the, the age that he's at, the success he's had early, the coaching tree that he has, there could be a chance we're looking at McVay in 20 years. Like, look what McVay did to the league. One of the greatest football coaches of history. Yeah. And it's not going to happen if he bounces. We or it would. See. Maybe he'd go to a better team and, you know. But I would look at that as soft here. Um, the Raiders are also planning to use their franchise tag on Josh Jacobs, which I don't think they have a problem with. I don't think Jacobs has a problem with it. That seems to be a marriage that will just never go away. I, I, I just think that Jacobs might be a lifer. I don't know. It just doesn't Poor seem Jacobs, like— Poor Jacobs. He's like, cool, man. I'll just carry the ball 380 yeah, more times. Yeah, it just seems like, like he's very nonchalant. You guys want to use that transition tag on me next year? I'm cool with it. I'm cool <laughs> like, with it. Jacobs is playing ball. Um yeah, so again, the franchise tag deadline is tomorrow. We're going to find out uh, who's staying, who's going. You're going to find out a lot more about free agency because obviously if some of these guys aren't tagged, they have full reign to go shop themselves, and their agents will be busy. And, of course, that starts next Tuesday, I believe, is the tampering period, and next Thursday is the start of the new league year already. So believe it or not, we're right back into the thick of things. All your fantasy drafts, all your stock portfolios, all this stuff that you're concerned about. Guess what? It's time to get concerned about them again because it's about to come up real quick. Got baseball on the horizon. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's really exciting stuff because we watched. I watched Dominguez go yard ski yesterday a couple times. Volpe looks great. The, the, the Yankees yeah. look like they have a nice little squad. Got a nice rookie brewing. patch. Auto Volpe over the weekend. Whoa, okay. whoa. All right. So there you go. I. You know what's funny? I, I caught myself. It's starting to make their way onto TikTok is is guys that are uh, breaking, like the big cards. Like some kid broke a one-of-one one in the backseat of his mom's van of Justin Field's auto something crazy. It's and one he's of filming one. it in the backseat? Yeah. Oh, stud. Yeah, well, not, not him, his friend there, no. man. They went nuts, and like the mom's like, calm down. <laughs> he's like, no, Shut mom, up, you mom. Under, you don't understand. You know? I got one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> But it's one card. No. That's it. Oh Fields, has got, Fields is a lottery ticket still. Young quarterbacks are, the, are where, you're, where you want to be. We shall see. But anyway, you can follow Mojo right now. Head on over to TikTok. I just talked about it. And, of course, Instagram and the Twitter, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. And, of course, join the Discord. Daily conversations about everything going down on the Mojo app. And the only way to do that is to download the Mojo app. Do that. Um, available now on the Apple Store and Google Play. Nailed it on Monday. I thought I'd never. I, that's been such a the bugaboo of mine. But anyway, iPhones and Androids. You guys can both hey. get involved. How about that? So do that. And, of course, pay attention to this week because we got a loaded NBA slate coming up again. The NBA rolls on. The NFL free agency is about to start. So a lot of news coming our way here on the Mojo Market Report. So for Dave Sturchio and, of course, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of That Said Mojo Market Report. And we'll see you guys back here tomorrow. <laughs>